3: put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
1: 971 FM Talk Podcast.
4: Working in a coal man going Happy Labor Day weekend from Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. I'm Bo Matthews. That's Mark Cox. Carl Middleman is here. Hi. Our executive producer uh, for a uh, show, a stellar show for your weekend, and we encourage you to share this podcast uh, and, uh, and you know, for anybody that supports the Second Amendment. Actually, for those that don't support it, you should send it to them, too, just Thank to you. fire it up. Thank um, you. Well, we learned something this week, Mark. We learned something, that if you want to overthrow a government, you're going to need more than a gun.
1: What we Did learned, what we learned, let's just be clear on this, Bo, is that an AR15 is less than an F15 in case you didn't know that. That's what we learned. Uh, in <laughs> case you're <laughs> of so brave you right-wing Americans who say it's all about shaping America, you're keeping America's independent and safe. If you want to fight against a country, you need an F15. You need something a little more than a gun. No, I'm not joking. Think about this. Think about the rationale we use.
4: Okay. So so does that <laughs> does that clear up everything that January 6th was not trying to overthrow a government? Because there was no F-15s F- F- in sight of the Capitol building.
1: And no AR-15s inside of the Capitol building, except the, maybe the Capitol police had some. I I don't know. Why do,
4: why do they keep saying it was an armed insurrection?
1: Because it feeds into the narrative that somehow anybody that opposes Joe Biden or the left is a danger to America. You heard that over and over this week. You heard Corinne Jean-Pierre say it. You heard the president call you a fascist. Corinne Jean-Pierre, I know we've got the bite somewhere, but we may not have time to pull it up, actually said yesterday that the people who support MAGA, and she wouldn't say who those people were, because the question was, what percentage of people that you consider to be Republican are MAGA? Well, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not going to talk. But these are people who 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 are a danger to democracy. So I don't know about you. Uh, you have the bite, Carl. Play it, please. He's the president fast. President thinks
3: that there is an extremist threat to our democracy. Uh, the president has been clear as he can be on that particular uh, piece. When we talk about a democracy, when we talk about our freedoms, uh, the way that he sees is the MAGA Republicans are the most energized part of the Republican Party. Uh, the, that extreme, this is an extreme threat to our democracy, to our freedom, uh, to our rights.
1: Ultra MAGA. I wish you would have said ultra MAGA. I've got that T-shirt, by the way. But here's a, here's the thing, Mark.
4: Does she not realize? Does everybody not realize that MAGA is just a slogan? I know. Make America great again. What is wrong with that? I don't.
1: know. Ugh. I don't know. Okay,
4: so the other thing that we learned from our president—do you realize that a bullet out of an AR-15 travels five times as rapidly as a bullet shot out of any other gun?
1: Any other gun ever where made is, in the history of the world?
4: Where is he getting this?
1: I don't know. Do you think it travels faster than a Barrett fifty-cal bullet? Out of an AR-15, travels five times as rapidly as a bullet shot out of any other gun. Any other gun ever designed, which which makes me happy because when I am shooting at coyotes with mine, I got a five-time better chance of hitting them.
4: I have an F15, so I'm good.
1: Oh, you're good.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I love oh, that. Oh my gosh, I love. Well, that. for the time for the time being, we do have a, a uh, we have a gun show. Actually, a couple of them uh, that are on the books, and uh, I'm excited. So, if you want to uh, go out to a gun show, Mark, we've got we got this guy.
1: You're not talking about my biceps, right? <laughs> no yes okay. i am no, okay all right all right you're f-15 so, and your f-15 it, it, yeah right it is it is the holiday weekend labor day weekend people are going to be out looking for things to do and i think that's I, I love i i go to gun shows all the time just to walk around and browse
4: love it um, yep absolutely I, I
1: really do i may i may or may not actually go to buy anything i think a lot of people are like that usually pick up some accessories or some ammo or something like that when i'm there uh eat a hot dog uh, just kind of hang with my peeps.
4: Well, uh, Rex Curley is a guy that knows all about the annual gun show that happens uh, every Labor Day weekend. Excited to talk to him and share the information, because like you said, not everybody's at the Lake of the Ozarks uh, You know, on their <laughs> boat. Some people are here, and if you've got time, you ought to go to the gun show.
1: Absolutely. Uh, let's find out more about that, uh, that gun show this weekend out in St. Charles. Welcome to the club! Yes. Welcome to the Gun Show. Is that what you're uh, playing there, Carl? I thought that's what I heard him scream.
0: That's a a woman singing. Is that Lizzie Hale? No, it's a band called In This Moment, and it's 11 years old, and I just found it, and I said, oh, it's called Welcome to the Gun Show.
1: And how fitting for Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors this weekend. Mark Cox in (laughs) here, along with Bo Matthews and uh, Carl Middleman. And glad you're back with us. Uh, I, I'm not. That's never been my kind of rock.
0: No. You, you like the first ten seconds I did of the like, song? I like the guitar part. And there, then the she beginning. sang. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Don't need that. I was at the Party Cove one time, and that the, I was on a houseboat as a guest, and the only music they were playing was just oh, like that oh. for two days. Finally, on day three, <sighs> did tie, you jump off and tie, tie, no, try to drown yourself? No. I, cl- <laughs> I went over to like the third boat from us, and I stole a stole borrowed a an Eagle CD, and I came back and put it in. <laughs> Oh, it was a I peaceful,
0: a, easy feeling. I
4: needed a
1: cigarette after that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Only one time at the party go. That's for the record.
1: Anyway. Only one time in your I, life? Yeah. Well, that was enough of you there for three days. I'm good. <laughs> I was there one time uh, just passing through, just to say I've been there, right? Mm-hmm. That's a, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. And, are there <laughs> pictures? and I see some guy, it was in the fall, actually, there weren't a lot of people out there. There was some guy out there with a wetsuit on diving. Yeah. Then I'm thinking, I'm not sure I'd want to be in the water, particularly at the bottom of that particular cove. Absolutely I, no, not. No, thank you. We I'll find my great outdoor activity somewhere else. Yeah, a lot of outdoor
4: bathrooming <laughs> going on down there at the party Yeah, cove.
1: you got to wonder what the acidity level is, the pH <laughs> level is in the in the water that, that occasionally down there. Hopefully you're enjoying the great outdoors this weekend. Let's say It's, part, yeah, it's, it's party day. cove weekend. I know. There'll probably be lots of people down there. Maybe they're listening to us on their podcast. While they're floating in Party Cove right now,
4: our goal next year should be to do this show from Party Cove. <gasps>
0: okay,
1: with a wetsuit. Who's got a boat? Bo <laughs> we need has a boat has a boat. You can rent them. Ooh, a boat a doesn't boat? want
0: us to use his boat. <laughs> it's too small.
1: <laughs> we're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> that's what I think. That's that's uh, that, that's what we're going to. Hey, need.
0: speaking of podcasts, <laughs> oh
1: yes, let me announce this by the way. Rolled it out this uh, past week for anybody who's interested. So I know that if you if you um, If you love guns and you love the great outdoors, you might enjoy a good pour of (sighs) bourbon. What? So what I've done is come up with a podcast. It's called The Mash. So you can go to odyssey.com and find it. You can go to 971-971. Talk. com and find it under the podcast link, the and it's all about bourbon, Bo. I it's a, love it. It's it's about it's all it's about bourbon and it's about things that go well with bourbon. Mm-hmm. You know so what? it could be could be hunting, Ice. could be cigars, poker. could be,
4: could be poker. poker,
1: could be lots of things, uh, whatever I want it to be. And I I'm taking suggestions from people who listen as well. But you Ooh. can download it and listen. So we're talking about. Uh, Four Roses Bourbon. I'm talking to one of the basically a walking history book on on Kentucky bourbon in there. Talking about the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. Uh, We're talking about uh, Buffalo Trace Distillery and the officials from down there. Are you actually tasting while you're doing the podcast? I'm, I plan to. Okay. For the first three, I have not done that yet because I'm normally you recording want the these in the rhythm. morning. You want the rhythm. You want the rhythm, right? Oh, but, and, uh, and you're recording them in the morning. We, that,
4: well, that could be an issue. We are
1: going to be doing some tastings, though. That That's my plan. But anyway, download it. Listen to it. Tell me what you think. Give me your feedback. It's called The Mash.
4: I love it. And you know what I love more about it than, than the name is that it's driving him nuts, Carl nuts, because he wants to play the Monster Mash, and that's the only thing he can come up with that
0: <laughs> for that as a oh, theme song. No, there are a no. lot of songs about You bourbon. stop that. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of songs about bourbon. But the reason I played the gun show is because of our first guest. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, let's uh, let's get to Rex Curley. He is with the St. Charles Gun Show. It's going to be all weekend at the St. Charles Convention Center. Rex, welcome into the show.
2: Hey, thank you very much. I appreciate you having me.
1: Absolutely. I, ha- I have been a guest uh, at your gun shows in the past, and I am uh, looking forward to the one uh, that's going on all weekend
2: it's going to be a good one we've had that uh annual labor day show now for about 11 years and it's always very uh very successful for us and uh always got a you know a great representation of vendors both locally and then a lot of them come in from rural missouri and a lot of things that uh, folks have never seen before
4: so you will you won't be disappointed if you go to it and i plan to get up there this weekend because i'm staying town. T- i will not be at the party cove uh but what are some <laughs> of the what are other than guns and knives what are some of the other vendors that you have there do you have a uh, ice cream of the future do you have the my pillow set up do you have what, what other things are going on there
2: you know for for a while there we did have a gentleman coming in selling uh pillows at the shows <laughs> that were very popular but i haven't seen him in a while but uh... Our main thing uh that we'll have there, we'll have an awful lot of uh ammunition for sale and at the gun shows you can actually get all the ammunition and uh the price is going down on it and so that that is a uh is a really good thing. Uh and then just an awful lot of uh like gun cases and holsters and you know any and all accessories and then the, the other thing that we have at the shows is we have a lot of buyers on site. For those wanting to sell their personal collections, or maybe their guns that they're not using anymore, and we just ask that if you bring them in, uh, we have a police officer that'll check them at the front door uh, for you. But please make sure that you pre-check them before you come to the show. Just make sure they're unloaded and everything. And and then we've got these buyers in there, and it's not unusual for them to buy a ten or even a twenty thousand dollar gun collection at a show.
4: Wow, wow. yeah. And uh, and and they have to be in a case. Is that correct? Like when you walk into a gun range.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay. just yeah, just have it cased and uh, and just make sure that you check and make sure it's unloaded.
1: Yep, the police officers are always great about that. They always check you in there at the, at the uh, front door. And you know, mentioning speaking of ammo, you mentioned that it's always a great place. I would agree. I I, I came out there last uh, year looking for some specifically some thirty thirty win, which I hadn't been able to find anywhere else. And. Uh, you, you, it's there. You got to. Sometimes you got to get there early, uh, but uh, you can find it. And I'm glad to hear that you guys have got plenty of it now.
2: You know, even back in the worst shortages, uh, we always had ammo at the shows. And I and I don't know how the vendors do it because I can go into <laughs> any sporting goods store around. You know, back at that time, and I mean, or Walmart or anywhere, and the shelves would be bare. And then I would walk into the gun show, and they would have a a full complement of ammo so they really never did let anybody down and then the nicest thing about the ammunition right now is it is starting to soften a little bit on its price and uh and there so you can come in and actually buy some stuff and get some bargains on some ammo now
1: so people go to rkshows.com to find out more details that's correct yep uh good and and what what's the admission price again uh rex the admission is 14 and that's
2: good for two days. They just get a stamp, and they can come back in for Sunday.
1: Nice, and I believe I got a card in the mail the other day giving me 2 bucks off. What? Oh. what? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: and you can get that and go into the website as well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, I like it. Uh,
4: well, that's great. It, and is it one of those things that you cannot get through the whole thing in one day, and that's why you do it, uh, the pricing this way?
2: yeah and we like to if the customer's there and if they're close to a deal you know on saturday and then they go home and think about it we like to give them that option to come back in sunday you know without having to pay again
1: sounds good rex curly thanks for joining us we'll send people to rkshows.com all right well hey thank you very much gentlemen i appreciate it all right we appreciate that hey you're listening to second amendment radio in the great outdoors Welcome back, Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors, and I have to tell you what about the great outdoors, Bo Matthews. My son has been beating me in golf, uh, I don't know, since he was in high school, so it's been six or seven years now since I beat him in a game of golf. So wow. I went to golf with him a couple of weeks ago, and uh, of course I'm trying to do my best, right? I'm up there teeing off, got my big old driver. I need a new one, but I got my big old driver and a rare back, and I swing that club and I go, oh! I kind of felt something twitch in my back. Oh, no. Two weeks later, I'm still suffering from this. So that's what you get when you try to show off. You know what
4: I'm saying? And, and so so did you make it past the windmill stage?
1: <sighs> you know, that was not a great drive. I'll, I'll just have to say for that. Fortunately, we were near the end of the round when that happened. But I've been going to a chiropractor and everything trying to get this worked out.
4: Oh, I hate when you get tweaked like that. I Uh, know. You know, it it does sound like you should go to another doctor other than Dr. Green. Boom. Um, (laughs) I'm here all week, big fish. (laughs) Um, So uh, next Friday is the charity golf tournament for the Eureka Chamber of Commerce. Uh, They are still selling tickets for the golf, uh, the raffle tickets for the golf card. Uh, Just go to the Eureka Chamber of Commerce Facebook page. It'll lead you right to it. They invited me to be out there for the beginning because they know I don't golf because I fell asleep in the windmill i guess one year hmm. um and and the funny thing is they are going to have me out there at the intro to you know welcome and send everybody off to the golf course and then i'm going to be there in the evening because we have a yacht that we are going to off uh, auction off at, at a there's going to be one live auction item a yacht for fi- uh, four days five nights it's 82 feet long in florida
1: <gasps> outstanding i
4: hope to see you there <laughs> uh, but we've got more information about the eureka golf tournament going on right now
0: We've used that before, and I wanted to try something else, and the one Toby Keith song that I want to play is Filthy, because it's about playing golf poorly. Ah, well, that Except would he describe
1: my golf game.
0: He does not use the word poorly.
4: Everybody's going to be Googling that right now. Uh, Here's the thing. Uh, As soon as I heard about this uh, tournament, this golf tournament, it's a charity golf tournament that's happening on a Friday, Friday, September 9th. And I thought, man, finally, it's so rare that that happens. Uh, But uh, Aberdeen Golf Club is putting on the ninth annual Eureka Chamber of Commerce annual golf tournament to benefit guns and hoses, which ultimately benefits backstoppers. I thought, Mark, you got to do this. This is a Friday afternoon. You can recover for the weekend. Uh, but uh, that's not going to happen because you've been booked.
1: I've, I've been booked that weekend. I've got to go out of town for, for a wedding, uh, or I would love to be there because, you know, my strategy for golf these days, Bo, is to surround myself in a scramble with people who can golf, and then it makes <laughs> right. me look better. If I hit the occasional <laughs> putt or, you know, the occasional approach shot, sometimes I can get the ball off the tee okay, then, then I'm happy. If I, If I've contributed, I'm happy. So I love- well, you could
4: you could you could flag down the flag down the uh, the drink cart as it's coming by. That would be my contribution to the, the foursome. Uh, we got Bobby Jones. He's uh, been a friend for a long time. He's part of the chamber out in Eureka, and he's kind of heading up this golf tournament. Uh, so, Bobby Jones, welcome to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors, where people go golfing. How are you, buddy? Good man. How are you? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely we want to get the word out because we're looking for golfers for September 9th. Uh, tell us what you've got set up for uh, Aberdeen Golf Club.
6: Yeah, so like you already mentioned, the fact that it's a Friday is pretty rare unlike Mark I play in a lot of golf tournaments it sounds like I'm a, I'm a ringer is what they say. Nice I'll remember that usually they're on a, you know usually they're on a Monday or a, you know uh, an odd time but Aberdeen allows us to come out there on a Friday afternoon. It's a 1 o'clock, so you can even put in a half-day work if you need to. And you can still come out and enjoy the day. The weather's almost always perfect in mid-September like that. Um, we're down to just a few teams left, so we got a lot of a lot of interest in the tournament. and so gaining a lot of momentum. But, uh, yeah, you can hit up the website. You can sign up a team. We're uh, raffling off chances to win a, an $11,000 golf cart from a local business here in town.
3: So you can get oh, some yeah. tickets
6: for that. we got sponsorships available. Or if anybody just wants to come out and support a good cause, we'll have – uh, you know, our police chief will be there. The fire chief will be there. We'll have uh, fire trucks all the, you know, the whole shebang will be out there. So.
1: Wow. You're going to get Chief uh, Wiegand and Chief Brown out there at the same time?
6: Yeah. Um, well, they do fight in a cart. They ride around together. They don't golf. So okay. They are not golfers, <laughs> but uh, I know it's shocking. They drive around and give each other a hard time and uh, try to see who can raise the most money for the police or the fire department and have a little competition amongst themselves.
4: Yeah, because this actually all uh, benefits guns and hoses and ultimately backstoppers. Can you can you connect the dots? I mean, because you and I did a video about this on Facebook, and I appreciate your time doing that. But uh, but w- why does the money go to guns and hoses and then backstoppers? Can you explain that diagram?
6: Yeah, so what we try to do at the chambers, anytime we do a fundraiser, we kind of try to earmark the funds from a specific event for a cause. And We're fortunate enough that our police chief and our fire chief are obviously very active in the community with those roles, but they also go above and beyond and are very active in the chamber and supporting all the other local businesses in the area and that kind of stuff. And they're very big supporters of the backstoppers, and they're very involved in guns and hoses. So what we do is we try to reach the $10,000 sponsorship level of guns and hoses. So we're one of their top sponsors, and we've done that the last four years, and we're trying to increase our sponsorship level. So our goal is 10,000 and above. And what it does is guns and hoses is designed specifically just to raise money for backstoppers. And I believe that's their biggest fundraiser of the year for that organization. Yeah. So it's kind of just a couple of dominoes, but yeah, we just start there and uh, see how it goes. So.
4: Well, I, I hope think this is a, Go ahead, Bo. <laughs> I think this is a great opportunity for you know for when you go to a charity golf tournament. A lot of times you're playing a a, a, a course you've never played before. Mark, have you ever played Aberdeen Golf Club?
1: I have. Yeah, I've played several times over the years.
4: Oh, wow, it's
6: beautiful.
1: Uh,
4: and and it's a Scottish Lynx, Is that what they call it? It's a little bit yeah, different. It's kind of
6: in a, it, it, kind of banks up against the Merrimack River. You'd never know that it's just right there, but it's it's just in an old river valley, and it's uh, got a lot of rolling hills and long, thick grass that kind of brought a Scottish feel, you know, right to Eureka. So,
1: yeah yeah it is a great golf course i you know i would i just remind people i often take for granted that they understand what guns and hoses is maybe a lot of people listening to us uh, do probably but if you, but if you don't and you've never attended uh, it is a fundraiser for backstoppers. It is a boxing competition between the firefighters and uh, police departments. All submit people uh, who who have the guts to train and get in the ring and and go at each other. And it is it is an an entertaining night if you've never been to it. I love going every year. It's always the night before Thanksgiving, so there's no excuse. Everybody's home from from uh, their and from out of town visiting. And I, I really hope uh, people. I, I the tickets may be on sale already, aren't they? For guns and hoses? I
4: I I don't know. Do you know that, Bobby?
6: I don't, but I imagine they will be. If not, we yeah. can get that information. <laughs> we put all that on our website and all that good stuff too. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that's the uh number one beer sales night <laughs> at the at the venue <laughs> all year long. So it's a good time for everybody to go.
4: It, it really is As a matter of fact, for several years, my father and I because uh, my dad was a golden glove boxer back when he was in the air Force uh for several years, I want to say there was three or four years in a row uh we would go get a tattoo uh each of us on on uh, in the afternoon and then we would go to the guns and hoses fights and he we always had a blast at that event it's it's just it's fantastic and you notice it's the firefighters fighting the police officers. The paramedics are not fighting but they are sure on site in case they need to be in case their services need. Hey to
1: be. there were some great matches last year. I tell you what, and and honestly, um you know uh, the one I think maybe the one I was most impressed with was one of the ladies b- uh, bouts. And uh, they were getting after it. I'm just telling you, it was yeah. fantastic. Um, you know, I, I, I went to this years ago, and then my, my wife, her, her father was a St. Louis County police officer. And uh, she's got, we both have such a great admiration and respect for, uh, you know, our, the, all of our. First responders, the police, firefighters, uh, paramedics, everyone, and I started taking her again a couple of years ago, and it's it's a tradition for us now. We love going down there and doing that, and I really wish I could come out to your golf tournament on the 9th and help out with that because uh, what a great effort!
6: Yeah, all the proceeds go to the same spot, so you can you can support us. You can go to guns and hoses; it all contributes to the same thing. That's what we're all about. So.
4: Yeah, I, I also want to point out, Bobby Jones, uh, our guest on uh, Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors, eurekachamber.org slash events to get registered for the golf tournament. Uh, you can also go on the Eureka Chamber of Commerce uh, Facebook page to get more information about this golf cart. And you don't even have to golf to buy one of these chances of this golf cart. How many neighborhoods? Is it legal now to, to ride around in a golf cart? Uh, you got to check it out. And it's really cool. It's uh, like uh, Bobby mentioned at the front of this. It's like worth 11 grand. I mean, you can get a golf cart for, you know a couple grand but this one is really nice seats four people and i think it's 25 dollars a chance on this and there's only going to be a thousand tickets so it's going to be a great fundraiser for guns and hoses but uh even if you don't golf if you go to goose creek or you go down to the lake of the ozarks and you can drive a golf cart around your neighborhood you ought to get in on this drawing even if you don't golf that's just a great way to do it uh are you guys sold out on sponsors real quick bobby
6: uh, we still have a couple of sponsorships available, and if you go to the claim website, it'll have a nice menu item of what's sold out and what's available, but it's it's a lot of exposure. We'll have a full field. We'll have 36 teams, so a lot of people will see your name or your business if you want to go ahead and sponsor something.
1: So uh, can people buy chances on the golf cart online? I, I...
6: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, that's where we're getting most of our sales from. You good. can sign them up. You don't have to have a ticket. We'll stay it all. We're gonna we're gonna draw it the day of the golf tournament. At the end of the day, we'll do it live on Facebook. All that good stuff. Maybe we can convince Bo to help us with some of that. And sure. he helps us out with a lot. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I'm pull- I'm win. pulling We've my ticket, paid- buddy. Yeah, yeah. don't have to be there to win. We already paid the taxes on it, so it's not like we're going to give you a prize and then stick you with a sales tax bill so it's all <laughs> taken care of. And uh, we're going to try to deliver it that night. We'll just load it up and take it to your house. So.
1: Wow, that's great. So yeah. people can go to eurekachamber.org uh, slash events if they want to uh, buy one of the raffle tickets on the on the golf cart. That would be fantastic. Or several. Or several, yeah, I would hope. Yeah, we see a lot of people Aren't...
6: buy, you know, four, eight, ten of them.
1: So. Well, Bob, Bobby, thank you so
4: much. Uh, We appreciate this, uh, this uh, time and uh, keep up the great work with guns and hoses. Again, the Eureka Chamber of Commerce annual golf tournament, Aberdeen Golf Club, September 9th. Oh, and by the way, we forgot to mention, uh, it's a shotgun start at one o'clock in the afternoon. So you don't even have to get up, uh, you know, bright and early to, uh, to get out there. You can, you know, like like Bobby mentioned, you can put it a half day or or as Mark Cox would do, a whole day yeah, before going you. out. <laughs> uh, but, but again, go to EurekaChamber.org slash events to register. Bobby, thank you much. We'll see you out there, okay?
1: Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. All, All right. right. Bobby, thank you. Uh, thank you very one. much. Yep, take care. No Good stuff. Yeah. But now that he mentioned that that he's a ringer, I'm going to have to, uh, you know, go out Be on there and his team. bring him onto one of my mm. other scramble teams when I play occasionally.
4: <laughs> Isn't it kind of like uh, uh, usually a Navy SEAL doesn't say they're a Navy SEAL? <laughs> <laughs> usually. And for him to say, I'm a ringer. Uh, no. I know. mean, you, it ain't, it ain't cocky if you can back it up.
1: That's right. That's right. If you can walk the walk, you can you can say that uh, all you want. And you're right. By the way, Bo, a 1 o'clock start is ideal because I could finish my morning show, actually go home and get a nap, and still make it out in time to play golf. That's perfect.
4: You, you know, if you weren't uh, leaving town, you know, we could get a helicopter for you to <laughs> oh, get you yeah. to the wedding. Yeah. Come on, yeah. let's work on this. We, can, we know people,
0: right? That you might, know somebody has a plane? That might cut into their profits a little bit. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
4: Mark Cox on air guitar. (laughs) Oh, Matthews on air drums. (laughs) <laughs> it is Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. Hope you are enjoying your Labor Day weekend. Wonderful weather, chance to get out, and I'm sure there's a lot of people at the lake. So if you're listening to this program, it's created into a podcast. We invite you to share this with anybody. Crank it up on the boat down at the I don't know. What, I don't know, Grand Glaze Bridge. I don't know any points down at the, the lake. I don't, I don't party cove. Pa- oh yeah. Oh yeah. Play no, come this on, show, dude. Right off the during party cove. Down there. Man, I have, Not have you that you I've done, ever we been done there, a, but I, I've, we I've driven done a, past it. <laughs> we should have done a whole segment on Party Oh, man, I got stories. Oof, that's crazy. <laughs> I'll bet you do. I'll oh, boy. Uh, anyway, not everybody <laughs> is uh, on a boat, but if you are on a boat, uh, we talked about the gun show in St. Charles earlier, uh, but the good news is if you're out of town, you can't go to that gun show this weekend. There is another one coming up. In uh, a couple of weeks, actually. yeah,
1: yeah, a, b- a big one, and and it's uh, down a little further south. So the so the other one is out in St. Charles this weekend. The next one's coming up uh, down in the Arnold area in a couple of weeks, and want to make sure you know all the details on that because I mean, here's the deal: the President of the United States went on stage uh, j- this week and said i am making a commitment that i will ban the sale of he called them you know weapons of war ar15s in this country well i don't think that he's going to accomplish that but if you don't vote the right way in november it's he's a step closer to it
4: absolutely so, so, so you got to go,
1: yeah you got to go out and support the people who support the second amendment and make sure we keep stuff like that from happening one way is to go to the gun show
4: It is Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Mark Cox, Bo Matthews, and Carl Middleman. Pew, pew. There it is, there it is. This segment is brought to you by Razorback Armory, a gun concierge in the pair. They are just a half mile east of 270 on Manchester Road. A great store to go into, especially if you're looking for a silencer for your weapon. Something I didn't know is a silencer, let's say, is a forty-five caliber. You can get that to attach to your handgun or to your long gun. It's just amazing. Let them explain it. Go to RazorbackArmory.com to find out more information.
1: You know me, if uh, if I can find one on a weekend, I am going to be at... The gun show. Are you serious? How do you go on every love, time? I love going to gun shows. I do. In fact, my, my daughter was riding with my wife in the car the other day. They pulled up to a corner and there was one of those uh, signs that people stick in the ground to promote these gun shows. It says gun show this weekend. Sure, sure. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Apparently, my <laughs> wife and my daughter, without me, because I wasn't in the car. Considered getting out and removing the sign out of fear that I would see it and then want to go to the gun show. Because they know that if there's a gun show, I want to be there. Guess how
0: I got this guest this week. I don't know, Carl. You saw a sign? I saw a sign. (laughs) Looked like a real estate sign. (laughs) That said gun show. And I wrote down the website and I... Got a hold of Tom. Well, that would be the Missouri
1: Arms Collectors Association. They're having a gun show in the Arnold Eagles Hall, and uh, we've got Tom Knox with us this morning. Tom, how are you? Just fine, gentlemen. Hey, great great to get you on here. Tell us, uh, I imagine uh, business is good these days, huh?
5: Well, it, it's interesting, yes. <laughs> there's an a, a immense shortage of ammunition out there. Uh, apparently due to the COVID and, and the companies having problems getting it produced. So, and in particular, uh, hunting ammo for the upcoming hunting season, the the normal rounds that hunters would use are in very, very short supply. So, yeah, it, it's kind of crazy out there.
4: Uh, and, you know, I would guess that it has something to do with all those cargo ships off the coast of California, uh, I don't even know what the count is. Last last count I heard was like 80 ships, and there's a lot of uh, great ammo that comes in from around the world. And if it's held up there, they can't get it off the ship. It ain't going to make it to the gun store or the gun show.
5: Well, that's absolutely true, but it's also the local, the American companies that are having problems keeping up with the demand. So, yeah. yeah, it's a combination of everything.
1: You know, I'll have to say, Tom, and I just, I don't know if you heard the intro there, but I, I love going to, to gun shows whenever I can find them. And my experience is, even if I'm having trouble finding something at my local store, I can often go... Uh, to something like the Missouri Arms Collectors Association uh, uh, gun shows, and there are vendors there who usually have ammunition. Um, I, I, I was looking for thirty thirty win right after I bought uh, a gun last year. I couldn't find it anywhere. I went to the gun show. I found it there.
5: There you go. That, and that's what what happens is you have a lot of just local fellas who are collectors and are enthusiasts who come to the shows and set up. And that's about the only place you can find some of the unusual or, or short stock, short supply ammo these days.
1: You know, isn't, that, isn't that amazing? Though I mean, the thirty thirty Winchester's been around since the late eighteen hundreds. Right. It's the to, to my knowledge, I don't know another gun that fires that particular uh, cartridge. And you can't. There's a shortage of it. You can't find it anywhere. It's amazing. Yeah,
5: that's right. Yeah, the the lever action Winchester and the lever action Marlins are both chambered for that caliber yeah and, and yes it's it's almost impossible <laughs> to find today
4: it's amazing hopefully you got a stockpile uh, at home because uh otherwise you may not you may have to pick something else if you want to go deer hunting i
1: have i have no comment on what i have at home I'm, I'm not, I'm not asking <laughs> i'm not the government
4: i but i will eventually need a count though uh that's okay a little yeah, yeah uh-huh. uh let's uh let's shift gears here uh, uh, if if you have uh, you know, this gun show that's rolling through town, are you getting new vendors that are coming on to your shows, or is it the same crew that's always been with you?
5: Well, it, it, the difference with Missouri Arms Collectors, we incorporated as a nonprofit club in 1975, and we put on two shows a year ever since then. We are the only local promoters of shows. Oh. Everybody else has been bought out by out-of-town companies, Promoters who bring in their own entourage of people from out of town. Yeah. So ours is still all local collectors and local dealers. And our primary interest is more in the more collectible stuff. So you'll see probably 50% of the show will be antique to through the end of World War II, and the other 50% will be. More modern guns.
4: Well, I think that's uh, important to know. Uh, something I would like to know is: uh, d- Do you have ammo suppliers that are part of the show?
5: Yes, we do. Okay. There, w- there will be at least, well, there'll be at least one uh, who who is in <laughs> business, and then there they'll be sporadic all over the show. There'll be different fellows. That will have one or two or ten or twenty boxes on their
1: table. Yeah, and and a lot as much as anything, Bo. If you don't go to a lot of these, the thing I enjoy is just having conversations with some of the some of the people that show up. Some of the guys who their 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 depth of knowledge on uh, you name it. You you pick the firearm, whether it's an antique uh, collectible or something more modern, is just it's unbelievable. You I learn something every time I go. Right, right. Well,
4: that's
5: what we, again, that's our goal, is to promote the collecting as well as the shooting of, of firearms, and so we will have dealers there in all types of different firearms. Uh, personally, I'm the president of the National Automatic Pistol Collectors Association, which is a worldwide organization dealing with semi-automatic pistols from their inception uh, pretty much just in 1945, although we, some of the fellows do get into the more modern stuff. So, I'm the one that everybody calls here locally to find out about their Luger or their P38 or yeah. their forty five or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. That 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 I love going and and just uh, just browsing. It's rare that I go there and don't come home with something, even if it's just a, a new gun case or an accessory, because you've always you've always got people there that are that uh, have um, holsters and everything else you would need. Is that is it still true, Tom? Yes. 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 Yeah.
4: Yeah, it, it, you know, and it is. It's it's different than reading, you know, a rifleman magazine or a firearms magazine. You get around people of like minded uh, abilities and and interest, and it you you just you don't you don't meet a stranger. Everybody you know everybody a, has a common interest in supporting the Second Amendment. And again, I'm glad you differentiated uh, the Missouri Arms Collectors Association's MissouriArms.com uh, website for this show because it isn't your traditional, you know, big bang show that shows up at you know St. Charles or wherever. This is just a little bit different. Um, do you? Uh, I've been finding, I've been talking to some people, Tom, that uh, have been really interested and in even moving towards the reloading uh, area of firearms. Do you guys offer uh, vendors that, that are specialized in reloading and how yeah. to do that and the equipment and stuff like that?
5: Well, again, there will be various people there with reloading supplies. Now, the problem is with the reloading supplies is they are in as sharp Supply as the ammunition itself. Sure. Yeah, uh, primers for loading cartridges are almost impossible to find, and so it, it's become as much of a problem as finding the regular ammunition.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, very true. And and fortunately, uh, we've so so fortunately, you've got we've got people like the Missouri Arms Collectors Association uh, out there. You guys work hard at this. I, I have to ask I, you you. Do you normally go to Arnold for this to have you had to find different locations because of some of the some of the uh, restrictions that have been put in place in like say the city of St. Louis or St. Louis County in the past year and a half?
5: Not so much in the past year and a half, but it's been an ongoing problem. I mean our, originally our shows were at the East South County complex the St Louis County uh, park across from Susan, and at one point they got someone Running the Parks Department, who was not interested in having firearms there. So we were actually, uh, we had to cancel a show two days before the event. And so after that, we've just Move from place to place, and we seem to have found a home in Arnold. It would be nice if it was bigger, yeah. But <clears throat> still, and all-, all, they they seem to be very pleased with us, and we have no problems with them. It only
4: takes one to complain, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah the right. Squeaky wheel gets the grease. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, really interested to see in the show, uh, Mark. I gosh, I may run into you outside this yeah, building I, at I, this I would, gun show. <laughs> I would,
1: I would love to uh, get down there this weekend. I'm certainly going to see what I can do. Fantastic, and Tom, just a reminder. I mean. You've got people there that are buying as well, correct?
5: Yes, uh, buying, appraising, identifying. Now that's that's what we're more about than anything else.
4: Well, yeah. I talk about Razorback Armory. Uh, they restore guns and they they appraise them as well. Uh, I don't know if they're involved uh, with this show, but uh, do you guys also have people that are specialized in restoring? You know, Grandpa's old hunting rifle
5: have a fellow that we use, I, I have a, a military collectible shop in Lime and a very good friend of mine who is a pattern maker from Czechoslovakia is who the fellow we refer people to. Uh, the problem with restoring is at what point are you just cleaning it up and, it, and preserving the value and the historical value of it? And at what point have you crossed the line and refinished it and therefore have lost the the value of it? So you have to be very careful with with what steps you take That's a good point.
1: Yeah, uh, it's a great point. So, Tom Knox, listen, thank you. The the, uh, Missouri Arms Collectors Association Gun Show. Tell us the hours again at the Arnold's Eagle uh, Hall.
5: It'll be open from 4 to 8 Friday evening from 9 to 5 Saturday and 9 to 3 on Sunday.
4: Outstanding. Outstanding. And how much is
1: it to get in?
5: I believe it's nine dollars if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Worth
1: the price yep. of admission. I'm nine dollars, public admission. Very good. Uh kids under twelve are free. It looks like first responders yep. can get in for free. That's great. You know, yep. I, I I have an
4: idea. You and I next year, because we don't have time this year to throw it together, but we should rent a, a vendor booth at the show <laughs> and just have sticks and rocks and sell sticks and rocks <laughs> just in case. This is just in case the, yep. the just in case plan. <laughs> I, I have to admit.
5: I'm my partner at one show that he attended out of town, just for a joke, picked up some rocks off of the parking lot and took them on his table and was actually selling them for a quarter apiece.
4: <laughs> See, dang it, I can't have an original thought.
1: Oh, there well. There you go. Yeah, Tom Knox, thanks for your time, and uh, good luck. All right, thank you. You bet. 1725 Jeffco Boulevard, by the way, is where the uh, Arnold Eagles Hall is located.
4: Good stuff, good stuff. Well, (laughs) going to be a great weekend. Uh, Bonfire weekend, I think, uh, for us this weekend.
1: Going to be fantastic. Enjoy whatever you're doing in the great outdoors, and uh, we'll see you next week on Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. See you, boys.